You will notice multiple members of the IMS radio team in new locations tonight. I am in North Carolina. I will not be at the game this Saturday. Paul, you're in a new location too, but you're still just in your same house, just in a new location in your house. Yeah, wife booted me out of the basement. <laughs> happens. That's kind of the opposite of normal, right? Normally yeah, pretty much. To the basement? Yeah, well, she wanted to She wanted to run on the treadmill tonight, so I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm not trying to get in the way of anybody's, you know, health and exercise regimen. It's fine. It's not like we got anything. 40-year-old 40 dad sentences, that is. My wife kicked me out of the basement, so I can't do my podcast. There you go. Yeah. It's just it's just an absolute tragedy, frankly. But here we are. Like I said, all we need to do is start remembering some dudes, and then you know we're, we've got the full. We're living the living the uh, online dream here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's better than talking about anything going on with Maryland right now. I guess I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, I was. I mean, if you're, I, you're looking for bright sides. We could just sit here and you know talk about uh, you know the 1987 Orioles or something. I don't know. I was 1987. Yeah, actually, that was a miserable team. That was the team that might have started 0 and 21, wasn't it? No, it was 88. 88. 88, and then 89 was the why not season. Yeah, it's so bad that we all. I was such a hardcore baseball fan at that age. I watched all those games through that losing streak. Yep. Or even listened to some on the radio. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was thinking about that when uh, when Brooks Robinson died because he was doing color on um, like Channel 20 back then, right? It was. uh, who was who was doing play by play? I don't know. You had Mel, you had Mel Proctor and John Lowenstein on HTS, which was the best HTS. damn baseball team ever. And then you had the games are on channel twenty. I think most of the away games were twenty. That was when Brooks was the color guy, and I forget who the forget who the play by play was. But uh, yes, the, I have fond memories of of childhood Orioles uh, Orioles stuff, with the exception of that uh, that losing streak and uh, and and Cal Senior getting fired. That was a it was a bummer. It was a bummer. And what else is a bummer is the state of Maryland football right now. Just the two weeks ago, the loss to Ohio State, everybody's like, ah, you know, it's Ohio State. They played them tough through three quarters. And the hope was they were going to get the seven and one. It seemed like they should get the seven and one. Yeah, At whatever the you worst, do. six and two. Hey. Whatever you do, Larry, do not bring those percentage spreadsheets back up. Delete. I'm not. Delete. Them I didn't even things. do it. Didn't, forget they never. They never existed. Yep. I, never I, happened. Can't prove it. Not doing it. Not doing it. I mean, the thing is, look. I, the, again, I'm. I don't. Everybody thinks I'm just like down all the time and just trying to like pee in everybody's Cheerios. Like I just know who we are, man. And this is what we do. This is who we are. Every year. It's just, you know, is it the scramble to six or is it just maybe seven or eight if we get lucky? I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking that for granted. I am. I was never in that crowd that was like, oh, we're going to win 10 and we're going to, you know, go to, I don't know, you know, some Florida bowl game somewhere. I mean, yeah, that'd have been great. But like the chances of that are not great. And we've just never shown that we're that type of program. Certainly not in this conference. And, you know, it just kind of is what it is. Now you're staring at. A Nebraska team that looks like it finally remembered that they're supposed to be pretty good. Rutgers was already bowl eligible and plays tough, you know, tough and scrappy like those Big Ten West teams do. And then Michigan and Penn State at home. So, I mean, 
it's like not out of the question that they lose out. It is right. Before we get too deep into it, though, I just yeah. want to remind most everybody. Command, about most fans it. seem convinced they're going to lose out. It's possible. Yeah. Before we get too deep into it, I want to remind everybody that tonight is a mailbag show. We got a lot of questions that came from the Maryland247sports.com premium message board. We're going to go through those. Everybody in the chat room live, start typing in your questions now. It can be about anything you want. It can be directed at all of us, one of us in particular, et cetera. And we will, we will answer the questions. doesn't matter what they're about. Uh, although I guess we will use some discretion to, <laughs> we're not, we're not answering all of them. So like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, if, you, if you post something yeah. dumb, it's not getting answered. Yes. This is not so like, I just wanted to art. remind everybody that, and I want to please remind everybody, please do us a favor and subscribe to the show and give us a like and, and all of that stuff. It really helps. Yeah. And as, I don't know if, if you're a, a fan of the show, if you listen regularly, you'll know that we, Recently got monetized, and so we're loving watching our counter tick up to a whopping five dollars and twenty cents. We have five dollars and twenty cents. Yes, sir. Woo! Yeah, baby. Very exciting. You're making it rain, dude. You can't even understand. Like you know, Jeff's already talking about getting a new laptop. Like, all right, man. Pod's got five on it. <laughs> Good luck. 20 more shows. We can afford a new mic for Jeff. That's right. Three yeah. more years. We might cover that laptop. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so anyway, all of that helps and builds it up does. And it, it, If you haven't checked out the YouTube page, we're not just doing this for show. Like uh, Trey Moore is helping out and doing all these cool shorts. So good. Are, you know, bits in, from our show and then some other stuff that's kind of independently created. And it's awesome. And you, if you haven't looked in a while or at all, really should there's a lot of cool stuff on there and like i said now that we've been able to you know you know we can tell our wives we're actually making money doing this we are going to be producing more stuff and hopefully being around so you don't want to you don't want to miss it if you care about this stuff and uh and you're a you're a psycho like the rest of us yeah and if you haven't seen the shorts yet on the newly designed youtube page for inside maryland sports you got to check them out trey is is just awesome energy an awesome addition to the team he's young and he's energetic, and he's pumping out these videos, and it's great. So you got to check them out. He's he's really good. He's do every day, really, right? Is they're, yeah, they're coming about, out yeah. almost? Yeah, every close day, to and every day. Breaking news, you know. We're going to try to right. You know, I think I realized um, not to get too inside baseball that we weren't moving along with the times enough in terms of video and things like that. So uh, you know, when there's news stories breaking or even just these daily shorts you guys are talking about, it's a Really good addition, and maybe who knows? I'll even get on Instagram at some point. Oh, whoa! <laughs> well, do, they, do they let do they let people your age on Instagram, or you know, I have like all this extra time I'm not spending on Twitter now because it's so terrible. Maybe I'll have time to get on Instagram. Since I, I did. I got in front of my eyes every day. <laughs> uh, well, I I never was into Twitter because it was already uh, hellhole to me. The entire thing sucks. And if it's oh, worse well, now, the hellhole. Then I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's, I don't. Whatever's I don't worse like than a hellhole. Whole world. So no, it's not healthy. But like, it's just yeah. like an aggregator of things for me. And now it, it can't even serve that purpose. So, but we're still on there as a show, at least. So you yeah, can always are. find us on the on we that are. hell site and the other we hell sites that are available. 
Yes. Uh, like I, I was saying, I, I got us on TikTok and I put up a bunch of videos on there for a while. I kind of slowed down on that a little bit, but we're even on TikTok, Jeff. Which is hey, we need well. an intern, by the way. Any of you youngs out there that uh, that want to uh, throw something on your resume and just do social media for the old guys, uh, give us a call, give us a holler. Let's we, we can yeah, do some help. Let's do that. So, like we said, the football team not good. Anything else we're going to say about that before we move well, on? I to think the, the biggest thing to me most noticeable thing to me is you could see it from the start, right? Like those first few minutes, I thought, I think I've had a pretty good feel for the team. When you follow them that closely, you listen to all the weekly press conferences, you have a pretty good feel for how they're going to come out for the next game, football and basketball. Two weeks off of a terrible loss at home against Illinois. I was sure they'd come out fired up. There's no way they wouldn't, you know, you have two weeks to stew on such a bad loss. And they didn't look like, like the effort didn't look that high, the effort level, like they were, they were alligator arming tackles offensively. You know, they were kind of like the body language wasn't always great, super inconsistent. So that's where you wonder this week, like if they weren't able to get them motivated last week, this is either going to be like a backs against the wall and they play really well kind of game or just a drubbing if they, if they just mail it in. I'm worried about the drubbing. I, I kind of feel that. Of course. Coming. I hope I'm wrong. So, when you look back at this program since Ralph left, but honestly, even a couple years towards the end of his tenure, the one thing that everyone tells you, you know, when they have those preseason thing where the anonymous coaches will say something about other teams and other coaches and programs and whatnot, what yeah. is the one thing that has always been brought up about the University of Maryland football? Whenever one little thing goes wrong, they fold, absolutely collapse. It is a loser culture in that building. And that has always been Mike Loxley's biggest issue. It's not bringing in talent. It's not coaching them up. It is being able to convince these guys that, like, once they face a little bit of adversity, it's going to be okay. You're still as talented as you were before you, you know, blew the Illinois game, right? So come out the next week or two weeks later after a bye and play hard and fix it. Like, it's all in your hands. There was no – it's not like they were playing a team that they couldn't beat. They just – this program cannot get over that cultural problem. They just immediately fold like a house of cards whenever the first thing goes wrong. And damn it, every year it's in the month of October, and we're sitting here having the same conversation we've had last year and the year before and the year before that, just with the advantage that they've got a few more wins in their pocket than they normally do the last couple of years. That it's the same team. It's the same problem. The guys change. The coaches change. The head coaches change. Same thing happens every damn time. So if you're talking about one thing that Mike Loxley needs to do, it's solve that problem. And I just don't know how he does it. You know, Randy Etzel couldn't do it. Ralph Friesen towards the end couldn't do it some years. And DJ Durkin couldn't do it. So I don't know if it can be done. I just I just don't. What I will say. It feels like there's a gravitational pull. There's a gravitational pull under the Maryland football program. And no matter what they do, it's just going to pull them back down to earth in every possible scenario, no matter what. It just doesn't seem real or even possible just given, you know, they're not going to become Ohio State, Michigan, probably not even Wisconsin. But to not be able to pull off, you know, to 
to get a, get more wins, obviously, but also pull off the occasional. I mean, what's the first ranked teams? I don't know what the number is. It's really bad. Uh, bad. It's just with that much talent around and this facility and those things. I mean, I'm not – at the same time, Locks took over a super difficult job. The program was a mess on and off the field. And, I mean, you really can't knock. 15 wins combined back-to-back years, bowl wins back-to-back years, both for the first time in like 15 years. So you cannot knock the way he – every year the wins have gone up, literally if you look at it, every single year. But people just don't, don't care unless you take that next step of beating good teams or beating ranked kind of teams. We yeah, talked about I, this earlier in the year, and I was saying that He's getting close to the point where Turgeon got. You get the honeymoon period, and after a while, if you're not improving, people get tired of the shtick. They get tired of the same things happening over and over again. It doesn't matter what they are. For Turgeon, it was various things like saying the other team was fantastic or not having an inbounds play. (laughs) For Loxley, the things that everybody is annoyed by – are the timeout situation, the discipline situation, other things like that. And there's a while where it's okay. And then those first every year increasing amount of wins, okay, you can live with those things a little bit, right, because things are getting better. But once it starts going backwards and once you get past that honeymoon, those things will snowball to the point where the fan base is just going to get into a fervor and and be done with it. And we're we're at that point, I think. Yeah, you just they always go back and forth, right? With the thing, you're like, oh, you know, we need a recruiter, and then the recruiter comes in, and they, you know, can't get it done well enough, and it's like, oh, we need somebody who can coach him up. And they bring in the military buzz cut guy for a couple years, and he can't get him over the hump either. Oh, we need a recruiter. You know, we, we've done this this yin and yang thing with the football team. Eventually, if you just step back far enough, you realize the program is the problem, not necessarily the head coach. So I don't even, I'm not even like all that mad at Loxley. I mean, he no. he inherited kind of a crap, a uh, really terrible no. situation yeah. off the field as well as on the field. No, you know, yeah. so like I'm I'm not out on locks. No, I just like, you know, I just see this stuff happening again. It's like, well, yeah, this is what we do. I, I joke that we're the yeah, kings please. of September. I'm not. Jo- it's not really a joke. Like the second the calendar turns to October, we turn into a pumpkin every single freaking year. And eventually it stops being about like the coach or the player or this mistake or that mistake. It's just who we are. And I I hate that. And I'm not saying you don't eventually try to fix it again, but you have to keep trying. It feels so impossible and so incredibly frustrating just to be in this groundhog day loop of, of doom. Right. I mean, that's really what it feels like. I will say is if you're Maryland though, like, if you're another school that has a big diehard football base and this happens, people are going to, they're going to get mad at Maryland. They just get apathetic. They're not going to just give a bunch of money or do this or that. You know, they're just going to completely tune it out. And right. that's the and worst thing. As you know, that is, apathy. that is absolutely true. I mean, if it's Nebraska, right, what does Nebraska do? They fire what Solich after winning like what, nine games a year or something. And then, they raise $50 million to go, you know, get the next hot name. And if that guy sucks, they get mad. They fire him, raise another $50 million to go get the next hot name. Like those programs don't care. They will keep trying until they do it. Maryland, who are you hiring right now? Who's coming to take this job? The only person I can think of is Frank Reich. 
because he's an alum. That's the only person I could think of that if things end with Loxley, that Frank, that, that is a name that could come in and be a name coach and a good coach. He's a, he's a success, fairly successful NFL coach. He's not coming here. Well, but he's maybe, he gets, maybe he gets fired. He, well, he got he applied before. Yeah, and so it could happen. I'm not saying it will, and I'm not even pushing Loxley out. Yeah, no, saying, I understand. I understand. Yeah, um, and and I'm agreeing with what you said earlier that Loxley gets a lot of credit for the program building that he's done. Yeah, he absolutely does. He came in in the worst of circumstances and has slowly built a foundation of a program. And like you said, the foundation is feels like maybe that's as far as Maryland can get is foundation, and they're never going to go to the upper levels beyond that. It's entirely possible. Yeah. It's um, you know, I think we're all just sitting here looking for answers. I don't. I think they're sitting in Xfinity right now, and in in in, in Jones Hill doing the same thing. I, I think we've been we've been trying to figure out this this calculate you know this calculus problem for you know, almost 20 years, it feels like. And there's no easy answer. It's not sitting out there. It's not saying, I'll just hire this guy to work or, you know, Oh, build a team house. That'll get, you know, big recruits. Now it's NIL. NIL shows up right as, you know, Loxley shows up. Who's a a quality plus recruiter for this type of program. And as soon as he gets here and really starts getting into classes, NIL shows up. We got no money to pay anybody. I mean, it's yeah. it, there's parts of this where it's just like you throw up your hands, and like man, just the cosmos does not want Maryland football to be good. Like it's, it's just Maryland basketball with its fan base and level of interest is struggling in NIL. You can only imagine what it's like trying to run the football program with NIL. You know, yeah. there's not big hit, big spending boosters giving money, big money to Maryland football. So that only makes, right. like you said, that makes it a lot harder. It makes it harder to retain players. And, you know, I think the turnovers hurt some. There's been a lot of staff turnover, you know, year by year, a lot of player turnover. You don't lose those few, the linemen who left. I think if you had those guys, you're definitely in better shape. That's obviously the weak, well, outside of cornerback, I would say, uh, that's the weakness right there. So if you had, Mason Lunsford, and then on the other side, some of these other guys who left, uh, Bam Booker and Nasili uh, Kite, although that was not – that was an off-field deal. But either way, the line – the guys leaving on the line, I think, was a big blow depth-wise because you're just relying on new guys, most of whom played at a lower level last year, and then other guys who just, you know, have been uh, – utility players in their careers and that's usually for a reason yeah we knew they were going to be trying to put the offensive line together with duct tape and elmer's glue and they were able to hide that for a while but obviously if you look you know hindsight's twenty twenty. if you look back at some of those early games those teams were terrible and they still were spotting teams 14 and you know obviously it just is what it is i mean the cornerback still getting hurt was a killer. Shepard's just not good. Uh, you know, nobody behind them has been able to step up. And I feel like teams, especially the more tape they get, they're realizing they can throw all over that defense. So it, it's just a, it's just a mess. It's hard to even bother breaking down because it's such kind of like a crazy, 
larger scenario than it is, you know, dealing with like, oh, well, if they just didn't have this one bad play or this one defensive breakdown, it, you know, things would have been fine. Now, all of that said, uh, my little title underneath my name is there for a reason. That line this weekend is incredibly smelly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that one. Um, and, and mine too. Yeah. Yes. You are. I said, we'll, by we'll get by the way, before you continue, for those listening on the podcast, <laughs> Paul's headline says, thinks the UMDPSU line is stinky. Mine is, thinks Paul is stinky. And Jeff's oh, is very fishy. goober. Goober. I mean, that's incredibly insulting, Lawrence. I know. I, sm- well, I, smell, I smell beautiful. Okay. Um, so, c- continue, Paul. Anyway, the point is, this line's weird. And I do think after all that's happened – this feels like the game that Maryland probably does the back against the wall thing plays pretty well. I still don't think Penn state's very good. Their defense certainly is, but Aller is terrible. He might be good soon, but he's not good. Now this might be the game where they put up their last fight and play these guys tough. I don't know. It's hard to predict that because most of the time they come in here and spank them by 50, but yeah, that, that's what I'm afraid of. But if they it's do entirely somehow, possible, yeah, they pull off the win. That would be, Kind of the lone thing that could turn the season around and rejuvenate the fan base. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it, 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 you could imagine taking a, a, a seven and five with a win over Penn State. You, you, you're happy with that. I mean, it doesn't feel good now, but if you can get over that hump, that ain't terrible. Like no. if you just if you're, oh you know God, forget the dreams. Of, yeah, forget the dreams of nine and ten. Those were over. Those are September dreams. We're in October. We're in November now. All right. Yes. You just need to win a game. We don't even win games in November, let alone against yes. ranked teams. So, all right. Have, we've beat that horse to death. Yeah. Everyone is, as Jeff said, apathetic about football. One thing they're not apathetic about is basketball. And we have a ton of questions about basketball. So, we're going to get to the question and answer session in one second. We have a bunch from the message board from Maryland.247sports.com message board. And Some are coming into the chat. If you're live in the chat now, post those questions. We will get to them. Before we get to them, I would like to let you guys know about Streaker Sports. I don't know if you guys know about Streaker Sports, but it's a lifestyle brand that creates unique heritage-inspired apparel and accessories. New York City-based brand has joined forces with Peanuts this fall to produce an exclusive licensed collegiate apparel collection featuring Maryland. The collection is inspired by Snoopy's Alter Egos, Joe Cool and Joe College for a limited time use code TERPS10 that is T E R P S 10 TERPS10 for 10% off site wide at streakersports.com. Okay. You know what I want? You know what I want right now? I want, want them to make that Lucy holding the pulling the football away from Charlie Brown ah. with like <laughs> Maryland gear on. I would buy all of that. Well, so let's get that done. Football Streaker can say sports. like good Jeff- news. Yeah, good. The football says good news, and then just pull it away. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff can. Yeah, Jeff's got connections at Stricker Sports, so he can gotta, let them know. We're gonna make this happen. We're gonna we'll give Let's it see. to the people, man. All right, it is time now for the mailbag for the questions. We're gonna start in the. Hey, oh, Antoine Cuff. Look oh at my Antoine, my guy. We got a we. <laughs> we got our first superlative. It's called a super. You can, guys can now. Send us money just by chatting. Just, and Antoine Cuff is the first one. He sent us two dollars, and he said it's for Jeff's mic. I Thank promise you, you. this into pieces live on the show. Just smash it. Yeah. Antoine, <laughs> it up. 
I promise you, any money that is sent to this show is going directly to Jeff's sound setup. <laughs> Anton said this money $2. thing. It's a, it's a, it's a. I'm an 80 year old at heart slash really busy on the site, and I just have been. Uh, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting it together. I found a stream yard, right? We're getting yeah, getting yeah. Stuff you guys got the YouTube page tight. Now it's just a few more little upgrades. That's right. We just, do- just got to get your kid running things, Jeff. Like your son yes. would handle all this way better. You he just need to hand it off. Oh, he, yeah. He would kill it. You guys do a paid super. No we will pop it up here, providing there's nothing untoward. But <laughs> let's get to the question. Yes, Lars. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start taking all right, tips, let's, like let's... OnlyFans only stuff. Yeah. Right. Four. Yeah. We're going put. What's it? What's it? What's it going to take? What's it going to cost to take my shirt off? Or yeah. or what's it going to cost to keep me from taking my shirt off? Yeah. Oh, that? that's our angle right yeah. there. The problem is they could just turn it off. Paul. Yeah, really we don't really yeah. want to do that. Yeah, that occurs that. All right, questions starting from the top. We're going to read them. We have not practiced, rehearsed any of this. I'm just going to read what's there, and we will go. The first question coming from Terp Zero Two: Are there any new names? For the 2024 basketball class, since neither prospect is a guarantee. And by either prospect, he means Derek Queen no. and Afosa Oliogu. There are no other pro- – that's it. No other names. That is literally it right now. I'm sure there's – I know that there's a few guys that have been casually keeping warm, you know, break glass in case of emergency kind of situation, but there's no – there's really not. It's very unusual to be at this time of the year and be – having all your eggs in two baskets, one of which is still hasn't reclassified to this class. But again, like I say every week, they only have two open scholarships at the moment. So, you know, they've been really going all in on Derek Queen for quite a long time. And, you know, that's going to tell the story, at least for the early period, early signing. Pass, pass, fail. There it is. Larry, 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 our, our poker guy would know this. There you go. That's question number one, asked and answered. Here we go, good, number two. Good question, Josh. Thank you. His name is Josh. Yes. Terp zero two. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I can't keep all that stuff straight, especially people with the numbers. How do you keep that straight? I've just know there's too many people I've known, I've met personally over I the years can, I that can't just do it. you know get. I, I remember some of them. I don't remember all of them. There's so if people, I remember you, like congrats. You you like you, there's you, people I know in person, like William Ginsburg, who sets up the the yeah. tailgate stuff. I can't remember what his board name is. Terps fan 2000. <laughs> there you go. I don't, I don't remember any of that stuff. I have I'm no not, idea. It's not cool that I, I can remember any of these things. <laughs> oh, I mean, just no, is what it Paul, is. If Paul, Larry, if he was single right now with all oh, that. Yeah. Message, oh, my God. Can you Woo. imagine what the damage Man, all the, the ladies would just be lining up to. More uh, user data. Yeah, I mean, they'd be lining up for this wealth of knowledge on a bunch of random screen names that I've known for 25 years. Here we go. Question number two from GBE, 1978. I bet you those are his initials. I don't know who the hell that is. Serious question. What was Jeff's relationship with Robbie, R-A-B-B-Y, Rabbi, prior to to the Queen recruitment? Rabbi's behavior has been beyond odd. Paul, give the backstory (laughs) before he answers that. Tell everybody what's going oh, there, on. Oh, there, there's been there's been a little if if you've ever seen the movie um, Anchorman, uh, if you know that scene <laughs> where like the news teams have the battle royale, um, <laughs> Jeff's Indiana twenty four seven 
uh, editor, co-worker, kind of under the same umbrella, I guess. Um, they've been they've been going, but it's been a little chirping, a little chirping about the uh, the Derek Queen recruitment. I won't. Doesn't need to be any more than that, but uh, it's uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 interesting. It's like any any business, any big company, or I mean, I'm not employed by them. I'm you know I'm self-employed. I brought the site. It's twenty. I own I own the site, so it's a little different. Most of these guys are employees, so we're not really the same classification, like in a human resources situation. But uh, I don't know, man. Anything you do, there's going to be a mixed bag of people. Some are going to be view uh, professionalism differently, I guess, and just you know. So I try I try not to be petty, man. But um, you know, it's it's weird. Some some guys. Not speaking about anyone specific, some guys just um, are very big fans of the school they cover, and they become like almost offended when you report things about their school not having as good a chance as another school. And then there's other little, uh, you know, it just is what it is. People are people. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. There you go. I'm. I'm wondering. I, I like the little bit of rivalry. I feel. I feel like that's healthy. Like it's. You know, as long as you keep it, keep it above good. board. Yeah. I Competition's it. good. It's just you know, just don't be tacky and and petty about it. Basically, but whatever. I, you know, I feel good about the work I do and appreciate all the people who support it. So if other people, you know, have issues, that's their deal. Next question from, I don't even know how to say this, N-C-L-O-E-T-E-R, N-C-L-O-E-T-E-R. How do you say that? I don't know what that is. All right. What's the timestamp going to be for DQ's commitment? I think you've said this a million times, but go ahead, Jeff. I mean, it might be National Signing Day, like I've been saying, November 8th. That's what he's been pointing at for a while. I think a lot of us assumed after the with that big of a – uh, gap in between his official visit to Maryland and that day that he would eventually just kind of give in and call it. It seemed like last week that might happen when his coach said he was going to announce on Friday. Turns out that was fake news. Basically, you know, depending on who you listen to, either the coach was confused or all of his other big name recruits were committing, like Cooper Flag, uh, his teammate there, Montbird committing last week. And so he was trying to nudge him along to commit maybe either way didn't happen. And he hasn't put out anything about when it's going to be. So, you know, he's got the whole world speculating. I mean, that's never bad for your brand, obviously. And that's the way a lot of these high stakes recruitments are. You have people around on the recruits who are saying like here, they're really, uh, you know, sometimes getting professional help PR wise and social media wise. I don't know if that's the case here, but they plan it out very thoroughly or, you know, maybe maybe he's still not 100% on his decision, but either way, he hasn't said when. And I guess just unless notified otherwise, you can look towards signing day with still a, I would say, a decent chance he just, he just calls it a day and announces before then. Next question from Terps, 600. There's two parts in here, so I'll ask them one at a time. I want to know the football flips. So we'll stop there for now. Jeff, who who are the flips that Maryland's going to get on signing day or before? Of um, The ones that they're going after? I assume he's talking I, about I guys they want to flip. 
uh, I guess, yeah, or who you're predicting, projecting that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guys, um, as I reported a while ago, the guys that they lease as of a couple weeks ago, we'll wait and see how this down cycle, if that's affected them at all. But as of then, you know, Jeremiah Marcelin, defensive end or edge from Florida, who's committed to Pitt, they look great to four, uh, unless anything has changed there. I was I was kind of looking for that one. Braden Lee, four-star cornerback from Flowers High, right up the road. Uh, they have his teammate committed there, Lloyd or Lloyd Irvin, his fellow cornerback there. So that's one they've been going after. And then there's a number of others, but you know we're gonna have to wait and see how the rest of the season goes and whether that takes any wind out of their sails with some of these guys. And as a reminder, we're doing mailbag today. So if you've got questions, you're watching live, go ahead, post that into the chat. We're going through the message board questions first. We will get there. The next question is also from Church 600, the second half, and it's directed to Paul. Paul, what's your outlook on Queen? Do we close? <sighs> yeah, I think so. I think I think all the signs are pointing there. It feels like a thing that's going to happen. The only thing that would make me worry is if uh, he decides to bump past National Signing Day, and that's what a week from now, a week from today, uh, on Wednesday. Um, that would make me concerned. Certainly, if they decided want to take more visits or maybe reconsider the Brinks truck that I'm sure Dollar Bill might be, you know, driving up to his house. Um, but yeah, it feels like it feels right this time, and I feel like Willard has put literally everything into this recruitment. There's, I mean, as Jeff said earlier, there's nobody left. This is the whole recruiting class right now. Oliogu is not even a 2024 yet, so he's got to get him. He just has to. There's no, there's no excuse. There's no. I don't want. I don't want to hear about nil. I don't want to hear about. His buddy Liam up at in Bloomington. I, I don't care. Like you just got to get it done. It's a pass fail. If you fail this, yeah, it might be the end of his time here. I don't know whether that's a guy you can recruit at this level. I, I, it's always been the question. So I, I've, I am choosing to believe it's going to happen for my own mental health. And if it doesn't, we'll probably need a whole episode to talk about how that works out. And if it doesn't happen, I'm just closing out my laptop and going on vacation for a week and not even looking at the site, <laughs> my Twitter mention or some yokel from wherever trolling me as if yeah. I said Derek Queen was a Maryland lock. You promise, all. you the promise re Queen to Maryland. The revisionist history from these fans from other schools, like say they come at me all the time. Yeah, that's why you said Hunter Dickinson was a Maryland lock. Like they just make up these things. And uh, so anyways, yeah, that, that, I was talking to somebody and the topic was like, where would that rank on the meltdown scale history wise? And like, so it's probably pretty far up there with, uh, with Sean Miller night, the night that it fell through with Sean Miller was one of the biggest, if not the biggest meltdowns. It lasted for days or weeks on the site. Just, just uh, toxic disappointment. Uh, the Harrison Edsel. twins would be high up there. Edsel's hiring would be way up there. Logan L. If you want to go, if you're going to go way back, Logan L. And, yeah. the, and the and the Penn State bus. Yeah, that's Derek an old Williams school one. The bus. 
Yeah, there have been there have been so, some uh, real epic ones before, and I you know we haven't. It's different when it's a game. I mean, this is this is this is obviously different when it's a game. It's kind of everybody's you know there in the game thread and whatever, and and that has a different energy to it. But these these hirings or missing on a recruit or something, it's like it's whole. It's like a whole other thing. It's like it's like an evergreen meltdown. Like it'll just continue for like a month. <laughs> usually, usually the game thing, it's like that day or the day it's after. It's hard to recall the last, like, who's the last recruit that Maryland fans have put this long of a period of anticipation into, like, this many years of closely following and hoping that they get him? Like, it's hard to think of many who've been like that for this long. Harrison Twins was a pretty long recruitment. Um, I mean, Kelvin Johnson. Kind of, but it's not like he was a local or anything. Like there wasn't like a, a no. pre-existing, pre-existing reason. I mean, Caleb Williams, I think we figured out fairly, fairly early on that that was, that was not going to happen. Um, the uh, Dwayne Haskins was unique because he was committed and then coaching change happened uh, and Loxley left. So that was kind of like a drawn out. And he, and he took Keandre film. Jones with him, which was, made it doubly painful yeah yeah that was that was hurtful but so um, yeah i don't know longest anticipated decision in the modern era of maryland like that is the most yeah obscure title ever but it might be the most uh long anticipated maryland recruiting decision in the modern internet history right because i can't yeah, I mean, anybody who because queen was a well-known commodity as a freshman People really started talking about him as a sophomore, so that's pretty much three years. So, it's and then for the most understandable, you know, if people were crushed, right? And for the most part, he seemed, at the very least, very open to staying home. Um, if not, if not a Maryland lean necessarily, just a guy that was attainable despite his uh, his rankings and whatnot. People alive in the chat. Stay patient. We'll, we'll get to yours. We're going through the message board questions first. We will get to yours a little bit later. This one comes from G Block Terp. What would it realistically take for Locks to get fired? Not this year, right? Not after back to back bowl games. Even nah, if they lose out, it would take losing out and then something like two and 10 and then maybe next year. Yeah, but like, build up too much yeah. goodwill, political capital, whatever you want to call it. He's Damon Evans' guy. He just got, he keeps getting new deals, new extensions and raises and things like that. And he just, like I said earlier, just won one bowl games two years in a row and 15 games combined two years in a row for the first time in Maryland in 15 years or so. So even in a disaster ending to this series, still, I don't think there's, there's, a, I don't think there's no. any chance it could happen. I mean, at least know. one more year, right? I would think going into next year, there would be some pressure. Yeah. Well, what happened with Thurgeon? They gave him the extension and then fired him right after that. So that's not necessarily uh, not he, necessarily the indicator, right? He was ready to go too, so it it, it kind of took two in that one. But uh, but yeah, yeah. All right, next one from Are You Fresh Terps? Oddly worded. Uh, really, the second half is the question here. Oh, well, See, we really haven't screened these questions. We heard you're just why, what we get. Why does Indiana Jeff hate the one and only Jeff? We've already been through that. Anything else to add, Jeff, to that? Jeff v. Jeff. It's my good looks. 
Okay. He hates <laughs> your good. He's jealous. Okay. Joe Smith, 32, says predict the starting QB next year. We talked about it a little oh, bit. Man, but that's a tough one. Yeah, that's really tough. Like, I like Billy Edwards and his grittiness, his running ability, but Cam Edge might be a natural. And they, there was some pretty good buzz coming out about him during fall camp. So, I mean, I'd say, like, I'd probably give Cam Edge a 60-40 advantage, and that's just, you know, with neither having really had much. Obviously, Edwards has had a lot more experience, but neither being a starting QB and Edge really not having played at all. That's how I'd handicap it, but you never know. Maybe they take somebody from the portal also. And if it if it does become Edge and that becomes apparent, maybe in spring ball, maybe Billy even transfers, right? Because you wouldn't blame him. He's been waiting right. around, waiting his turn forever. So right. that's usually yeah. how it goes with quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. And then given how it works in Maryland, he'll go win the Heisman at like Fresno State or something. Don't speak next, into existence. Next one's kind of tough, but we, we've touched on a little bit based on sort of cachet outside of the program. Which assistant coaches do we see being axed? Or moving on, I, I think he means football because it's all football questions. So, any it's hard. Really you're, you're, you're not, yeah, you're not going to know ca- anything. We're yeah, it's game game eight, right? So, who knows? But there's and there's been a lot of turnover every year lately. So if this doesn't improve, you know, if they win one game or less the rest of the way, I would think that it's going to be like well, Lux, there's going to be a lot of new plates going up. Yeah. There's been a lot of that under Loxley. It's start, starting with his first year. What was his name? Schrader, the guy from Syracuse who Oh yeah. No, that was that was Durkin, wasn't it? No. The, no, was Schrader. Schrader took the job. With Loxley, Schrader right? Took was his it? Defensive coordinator. Yeah, Durkin hired him. Oh, Durkin. And, My uh, okay. Yeah, and he left after like three days or whatever it was. Yeah. I remember, maybe he didn't show up. And then this yeah. last year, obviously, it was Kevin Steele, or two years ago, Kevin Steele. Yeah. Yes. Showed up, actually had an office and was working. They just hadn't finalized the paperwork for his hire. And then he just rolled out for uh, Miami, I guess I think it was. And Gaddis, so. the first time around, was all but a lock, right? And then went to Michigan yeah. last minute. And then, yeah, so there's been a lot yeah, of that's that. The, that's the thing. I mean, that's, you know, some of it's on the head coach and the relationships you've built in your career, whether people want to work with you. But some of it also is if you're a guy like that, you have a chance to go to Miami or, wherever where they really care about football and they've had a lot of winning seasons, you know, it's a tough place to hire. It's tough people, a place to retain people. I mean, we're stepping to the budget, program. Budget's been improved drastically in recent years, but it still pales in comparison to a lot of schools. Last one from Joe Smith, 32. What's the mood in the locker room? Is there a concern that locks has lost the team? You heard anything about that, Jeff? I mean, I can't say no, no intel at all. But in terms of, I haven't even asked honestly. I, with the way things are going for them, I haven't really wanted to bug anybody there. And quite honestly, people aren't really consuming the football content as much right now, so we haven't been doing as much uh, with basketball coming with Derek Queen and everything. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there's something because again, they didn't look like they were really fighting and for their lives in that last game, despite being in that desperate situation. So, and a player leaves the team. If the team's 
kicking butt and having fun, you doubt that happens too, right? So, I mean, that was that was uh, Tyrese Chambers' receiver yeah. left this week. That was phrased as a personal issue, and I did I traded some messages with him, and I think it was a personal issue okay. whether his whether other how the season was going or his lack of playing time factored in. You know, that's only in his head, but I don't think that that's like a symptom of you know cultural problems question from jjt87 if queen goes to iu who needs to avoid twitter longer jeff or willard actually i think you already answered that in the thread didn't you jeff that's close that's close probably willard but yeah uh, probably me (laughs) probably me because people don't really tweet at the coaches all that much and they follow recruiting really closely so you know it might be worse for me just because i'll have the Maryland fans and the Indiana fans on me, and he'll just have the Maryland fans on him. Yeah. All right. From Andy Groot, Andy Grut, question, will I ever feel joy again? Probably not. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Next October, he's going to be loving life again, Paul. He's going to be feeling lots of joy. Next September, maybe. That's what I said. <laughs> you said October. Oh, did I? Nobody's enjoying enjoy October. I meant September. Hey, and the basketball team's going to provide a lot of joy this year, too. I believe that. I do. All right. Good. Anthony Sue Kim, what is Jared Nickens' legacy at Maryland? So this probably stems – last week I made the comment. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, and I people said, were sticking up for Jared. Who knew, who knew that would be controversial? I know. I yeah, I did not expect there would be like – I, I said be like a real group of support for for that. Yeah, it's such I a throwaway said, comment. No, but the funny part is, I said, "Who?" I couldn't remember his name, and, and I said, "Who is the shooting guard who couldn't shoot?" And the funny thing is, you guys knew who I meant. Yeah. So it's not like it's that. It's not that crazy. Just like oh, Jared Nickens. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and then, but yeah. then there was a really long discussion about it on the message board. Some people defending his shooting ability. And his career numbers were pretty good, but they were large 34%. pockets that were really bad. He had good look, moments. Yeah, I, I don't want to end up sit here making you know making too much fun of a. Yeah, he's a, a terp. A I love good him. Terp, terp. You know, yeah. like he was a good kid. You know, did his job. It's just, you know, I was just I was a little shocked that somebody decided to take that that comment and like make a thing out of it. So yeah, you know, cancel culture, man. It's just typical typical cancel. You can't say anything these days, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, no, well, no warm takes. He's a terp. I love him. But, you know, he had some long stretches where he just did not shoot well. I'm sorry. He was great as a freshman when he came in with Melo. And, and it was like, in wow, the last half of his stars. senior year, right? Yeah, like, yeah, two stars. And then the next two years, it was like Don Carey the first half of last year. Yeah, I'll say he did have a little Don Carey second half of his senior year. So I'll, I'll, give, yeah. I'll give him that too. Don Carey's in the G League. Who knew? He's actually hanging on playing for a G League team, I discovered cool. on Twitter the other day. Get that money. All right. Can you guys get DQ and Liam on the show together before <laughs> Tipton does? I doubt we will get those two together. And by Liam, he means Liam McNeely, the Indiana commit, who is Howdy. embarrassing himself <laughs> on social media trying to get Derek Queen to join him at Indiana. However, it's brilliant. I will say this. After Derek Queen commits to Maryland, right, Jeff, after as if it's a a done deal, I'm going to say that there's a strong chance we get him on the show. Wouldn't you 
that happens a lot for us after kids commit. I would so hope so. Yeah, if he commits and we don't get him, then I have failed. So I would, I would hope so. Yeah, talk about fa- pass fail jobs. Yeah, that'd be one of our one of our most listened episodes in a while. I would think. That right would before be before the Charlotte football game preview week. That would That's be right. pretty 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 good. Minor, do you guys live in the chat? Send in your questions. We're going through the questions on the message board first. We will get to the live chat questions second after that. We're working our way through. Here is view to Xfinity. What does Maryland think about the latest and greatest social media strategy being employed for our man DQ? Is that, I guess he's referencing what I just said. Or yeah. does he mean he means what yeah, Indiana's doing? Indiana's going all out. It's the Liam McNeely, the commitment, who's also his teammate and close friend and I think roommate, um, which is kind of funny that your roommate, he's probably sitting like next to him on the couch while he's like, come on and come to Indiana, Derek Queen, like while they're just <laughs> sitting there. So some of it I think is, you know, smart branding show. by Liam McNeely because think about it. Every Indiana fan on earth is following him on Twitter right now and yep. loving him. So yep, yep. even if Queen doesn't smart, come, he still looks good, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, so they're going all out. That's not the – I mean, they've had – they had Victor Oladipo tweet something. It didn't mention Queen, but it was obviously, you know, slanted as a DMV guy or a Maryland area guy coming to Indiana. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis commenting about, you know, his time there and getting developed. So they're they're going all out on Twitter, you know, whether you think that that means – there are two, two different ways to look at it, whether it means that they – know that they still have a chance you could say maybe you know it's not over yet so or an act of desperation a hail mary because it is a pretty you know i'm not gonna say desperate because if it works it's good for them but uh it's a pretty frantic effort so and maryland meanwhile really is just sitting back so which has been basically what i've reported that they've been fairly confident for a long time so you got indiana doing this full campaign Pain and Maryland doing nothing. Well, uh, I, I I will say now this is a different staff, but there have been a lot of basketball recruits that the Maryland staff has felt that they were in a super awesome position for and ended up not getting or really not even being as close as they thought they were. So yeah, there, there's some pause to be taken here about their That's level true. of confidence. Yeah. No, you don't always well, know where you stand. Sometimes you're overly optimistic. Uh, you know, I think that they – they were optimistic on Dickinson. It was never we're getting him. They're optimistic on Matt Hodge, but I don't think that from from what I've gathered from the people I've talked to, I don't think there was quite the same confidence level as there is on Queen. That's not to say that they're like Queen's art is done, blah blah blah. But uh, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, it's not a miscalculation. Well, clearly he's already committed silent commit to Maryland. That's why they don't need to go through these efforts. Right, Jeff? Yeah. Which always works. uh, Johnson. (laughs) You have to be a a VIP member of inside mdsports.com to get the the answer to that one, Lawrence. If we get $100 of super chats, then we will divulge that information. Go. All right. I like this username. It's income. L without the ETE. It's like incomplete, but it's I N C O M P L. That's very clever. Okay. Hypothetically, if we, if Maryland gets Queen 
and DHS and Juju come back next year, what's the preseason rank of the team? Pretty good. Really top good. 10, top five. Depending if, if, if yeah. they get a, if they get top a 10, top five. If they get a depending on the level of the portal guard, they would need they would need like a legit portal yeah. guard. I think that's the one the one thing they'd really be missing. I mean, may, maybe DHS turns into a great a great point guard, but I feel like if he turns into a great college point guard, he's going to be off to the NBA anyway. Yeah, um, yeah but, which is actually so. Somebody just asked in the chat, "Is Harris Smith the one and done?" There's been a lot of runaway hype, but. The odds definitely favor, I think, him coming back next year. Reese is the bigger concern, like I keep saying. Get both those guys back, get Queen, and you're looking at a pretty, to me, probably top five, like Paul said, just depending on the supporting cast. And that's if everybody's putting a lot of stock in DHS and Kaiser being really good as freshmen and everybody thinks that's going to happen. But that has yet to be seen still, so – you yeah, we'll you're, see you're, hey, guess what? We'll see it in uh, less yeah. than one week. Yeah. So Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah. Cheese Nip says if we somehow get Oliogo and he reclasses to 2024, how does that affect Cam Ward with both Kaiser and Oliogu playing the three? Jeff? If they get Oliogu and who and who? If if they get Oliogu and he reclasses to 24. How does that affect Cam Ward, who's in 2025, with both Kaiser and Oliogu at the three spot? That's a really good question. It probably would make it tougher. Cam Ward is a 6'7", small forward from Largo High School, like 15 minutes away from College Park. Maryland, he's arguably their top guy in the 2025 class. You know, There's a few guys on that top line. He's clearly way up there. They really have prioritized him lately. Uh, as you know, inevitable when you put up, up like literally a guy put up 25 a game as a freshman and a sophomore in PG County, which the PG County public school league is nowhere near as good as it used to be because all the kids are playing for private schools, but still to average 25 a game your first two years is I've never seen it before. So anyways, I think that they're in pretty good shape now. Other schools, Kansas, Villanova, all these schools are starting to sniff around though. If you get Oliogu, yeah, it could definitely make it harder when you consider that like you said, Kaiser will still be around, so that would I would think that would make it hard unless you know, unless you can get him to commit early, which I know they would love him to do. Kaiser's thick, man. I could see him playing some four in college. Yeah, yeah. And then Oliogu, Oliogu looks like a guy you could play the two, given the way that he defends and gets up and down the court. Uh, yeah, yeah I think and Dante he, Scott will be gone by then, so there'll yeah. be more minutes there. I think I think you you just run small and you could you could just I mean that's college basketball these days I mean the fact the fact that Willard looks like he's gonna roll out a pretty big lineup this year is a bit of a relic so we'll have to see yeah. how that plays out yeah let's uh, let's answer a little more concisely I want to try and get to as many of these as we got many left and it's already eight twenty four so let's let's try to be a little quicker with the answers here some of them start to repeat anyway cheese nip again any reports on Lamoth during UVA's scrimmage and workouts would be appreciated Jeff yeah I heard he played about 10 minutes uh, some of that was because Jahari long was out they like him Willard's talked a lot about how he loves his passing you know Lamoth is probably known to be a little more as a shooter but he's a good good facilitator I don't think he's gonna play Huge minutes this year, but he'll get some, you know, intermittent opportunities. From Hoagie, 
Please rank the following IMS radio hosts from most goober to least goober, Larry, Jeff, and Paul. And I I was going to say myself because I'm the oldest and nerdiest, but Jeff gave himself the goober headline. So maybe Jeff is number one. I don't know. I'm, I'm officially a goober. It's, it was stated for the record today on the internet. So I was yeah. like, who still uses goober as an insult? Is he, are you saying like cool beans and stuff like that? Also, yeah, there's, there's like a, there's like a, you know, second grader out there. Who's really who calling everybody. Like after he typed that in, was he just like awesome sauce? Yeah. Boom. You know? Like, I didn't know well, was a thing, but internet one today. Since it's like an older slang term and I'm the older guy, it kind of applies more to me than it does to you guys. So you can have it. I think I'm the most goober. Yeah. I change mean, you your guys, change your title. I mean you you're you you're obsessed with spreadsheets, so clearly, yes, you are the biggest goober. Like you're the biggest nerd. That's that uh, you should take that with some with some pride, but yeah, goober's like a nerd dork. Combination. There you go. Yeah. Headline changed the biggest goober now. There okay. From Tillman Terp, best guess, how is Locks leaving Maryland head coaching position? Retire, fired, leave for bigger program NFL. You're not leaving for a bigger program or NFL. Well, I suppose he could as an assistant. He's not leaving for a head coaching job, but everybody so gets fired. Nobody the, uh, gets fired. He's not going to. Most people get fired. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, with yeah. or unless you're Nick Saban or someone like that, or you know, um, yeah, you have to be an all-time. I mean, imagine imagine Ralph's first three years thinking he would get fired at the end right. of that decade. I mean, everybody especially, gets fired, especially because yeah. athletic directors change and they always want to have their guy in. So that's always the odds-on favorite by a mile. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, you would, it's funny when you think about it, though. Maybe, well, uh, we'll expand on this another time. Let's keep them rolling. A good comment in the chat right after that from S. Bryant. Since 1992, Maryland has had six coaches and one interim coach. All of the previous coaches were fired at the end of their tenure. So, yeah, there you go. Exactly what we were just saying. Nickens with the three. A lot of Jared Nickens in the last two weeks. <laughs> the, poster's name, the poster's name is Nickens with the three. One. Predict the starting five for the 24-25 Maryland basketball season. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead, Jeff. Uh, Harris Smith, Kaiser, I guess I'll say Reese, although like I've said, there's no foregone conclusion he's back. Um, Geronimo has another year right after this year, maybe him, and then well, we got to say Derek Queen, right? We gotta, we gotta yes, Derek there Queen you go. Back. I was waiting for that one. If, if to <laughs> pander to our viewers, if nothing else. You know who you forgot? The guaranteed lock starter, Matty Treor. Treor could. He's a wild card. He's a, he's, he is. He's a wild card. I'm looking him. forward to seeing. And, and uh, Kellen Swanton Rogers a little banged up, so we might get to see Treor play more than he would in the first few games. Isn't it Traore? Are we, I don't know what the hell it is. To be we need honest. A I, should. I guess I'm technically every, every, every soccer player with that name is is pronounced Traore. So I well, I I've, I've been saying that, but then Naki said Traore. So I'm sorry. yeah, I maybe Naki would know. Am I stumbled into one on that? Yeah, okay. I'll find I, out. I'll check I'll on find that. Out. I am following what Naki said because that's, that's his job to know that. True. Which one do we figure out first, that or Gottlieb's last name? How to pronounce? Aite. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not positive. I think it's Aide. I don't know. But they said they've said it different on TV a few times. Yeah. Everybody's saying it differently. I'm sticking with Aide. All right, 
Nickens with the three. Second question, pick the best starting lineup of players for basketball since Maryland has been in the Big Ten. Uh, the all-Big Ten Maryland, sir? Since Bruno Maryland's Fernando. been in. Anthony really? Or, or Jalen Smith is the center, right? I'd go Bruno, Sticks, Cowan, Mello, and then either Des Wells or Herder, maybe. Who am I forgetting? It's, I think those are the best players during that time frame. Yeah, that's probably yeah, about maybe right. Marcel as your sixth man. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Wiggins, Wiggins is like a sixth. That'd be a good. You know, that'd be a good. Wiggins would be the right, sixth right. man for me. Good looking out on the content guy who, yeah. who asked that. Who was the Nickens? Nickens with the three. Good question. We will write that. That's a good story idea. Yeah, evergreen story alert. All right, JB West thirty one. <laughs> Basketball program power rankings, including the PAX schools coming in. Jeez, that's 18. Oh, dude, I ain't got, we ain't got time for all that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Why don't we do Jeff? Jeff there's, Jeff, there's another, there's another evergreen article for you during the offseason. There you go. Basketball power. Top four and bottom four. Top four. You got to put Michigan State, unfortunately. This is basketball and football combined? Basketball. Or just basketball. Oh, just basketball. Right? Just basketball. Yeah, Michigan you gotta, State. Uh, uh, Purdue, yes, yeah, Purdue's. Purdue. Um, I mean, right Wisconsin, now, well, this is including the Pac 12, UCLA, probably third. I was gonna oh, say, yeah, yeah, Cron- yeah. Cronin's UCLA right now is, is we'll see if he can Actually, do it. No, they're ahead of Purdue, kids, but they're ahead yeah, of they Purdue are because they do things in the postseason and Purdue, right? They might be ahead of year. Michigan State right now. I mean, Michigan yeah. State hasn't really been a threat for a while now. It's close. Yeah, okay, and so the, UCLA and Michigan State, 1A and 1B, then Purdue. Purdue. And, and then there's like that whole bunch with Maryland, Illinois, Indiana, yeah. Oregon, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Well, they've been down for a yeah. while. Yeah, and and it's, bottom, it's hard, hard to pick a fourth there. The, the bottom. Minnesota, uh, you know. Northwestern. Nebraska. I mean, they've been a little bit better. But. Penn State now Penn without State. Uh, Shrewsbury is going to take a nosedive probably. Well, they've been close to bottom four anyway, except for a couple of years. But Last and then year. what are what are the other? I mean, USC, UCLA, Washington. Washington. They're not Washington's great, terrible. right? I mean, they have Washington's. Awful. Washington's the next. They're probably in they're, that group. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's your power rankings. Six two one two FML. I know what that means. <laughs> what bowl, if any, will Maryland play in this year? Paul, you do it. You're the I bowl mean, guy. At this point, it's probably if they get if they get into the, a bowl, it's going to be with six, I would imagine. So could be seven. Probably looking at Detroit. I mean, uh, I will I not mean, make that road trip. I mean, may, maybe they go back to Pinstripe, which I will say was an excellent bowl experience a couple years ago. So it's not that would not be a terrible way to end the season. But uh, if they go to New York, I might go and meet you guys up there. If they go to if they go to Detroit. That's a tough sell. Although That's Detroit is supposedly re- revitalized now. Yeah, just just no. <laughs> 62-12, second Dreary. question. Yeah. How far will they make in the tournament? We asked that to Walt Naki. Walt said Elite Eight. Naki said 16. What you guys got? I'll just say Elite um, Eight because it's so long overdue. And we'll go with that. And I think they're going right. to be really a lot better than people think. I think Paul. they're a little bit better this year than last year, so I would say Sweet 16. All right, I'm going 
Final four. Let's go, baby. I had to had to beat Walt. All right, here we go. <laughs> N. Cloiter again. I don't know how you say his name. Huh. I should probably skip this. A sample of argon gas at STP occupies 56.2 liters. What are the number of moles of argon and the mass of argon in the sample? For reference, STP means one atmosphere of pressure and a temperature of 273 Kelvin. Yeah. Which got pass i was i was told there would be no math 13 13 there you go that is 13. the number of moles there you Thank go you. all right turk basketball five what who is the biggest goober poster he must have copied that from hoagie he could not have yeah. come up with that independently come on man be better than better poster i mean it's a internet message board so turk basketball five in all seriousness which point guard do we like there was this misspelling there. Do we like the most for the Terps in 25? So, Jeff, point guard recruit in 25 is what he's asking. Uh, like in terms of who Maryland likes the most, I would say it's really close. Nick Lewis from Gonzaga. Chance Mallory from down in Charlottesville. Uh, Caden Lewis from Sidwell Friends. Those are the main guys. In terms of who they have the best chance with, it's really tough to say right now. I think it'll become – more clear soon, but they definitely expect to get one of those guys. I would say it would be a big disappointment if they don't get one of them and they're really high on all of them. All right. We're going to whip through some of these cheese nip. If we, if Maryland does get queen, please discuss the possibility of the Damatha guard. I think Ron, Rodney who Rice, who just left Virginia tech coming to Maryland. What's his game? Like how bad were his injuries? Forget the last part of that. Does yeah, Maryland have a I mean, shot at this he, guy? Uh, he was a highly rated recruit from DeMatha, played for Mike Jones. They're very close. But I think he wants to go somewhere. You know, I'm very pretty familiar with him and his family. I think he wants to go somewhere where he can be the guy, considers himself a point guard, not a combo or shooting guard. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, it's possible, depending on how long he hangs around in the recruiting process so Maryland knows what they're going to have for next year. Um, but I think if it was going to happen, it would Probably was more likely last offseason if Jameer Young had left. You, you really could have seen that, but it's you know, that's something I'll be checking into. Last one from Cheese Nip. Any chance the coaching staff could lure Ruth's back if they get Queen? I rephrased that, but that's what he means. That's what he's asking. Nah, I don't think they had that much of a chance in the first place. He's talking about Kanai Ruth's five-star board from uh, Maryland off playing at IMG Academy. Um, I think he just didn't want to come home sometimes for whatever reasons, distractions or family or whatever else. Guys, we've seen it a million times. You know, we know it too well. I've seen so many guys go away, and I think that's the case with him that it's not a matter of how well you recruit him. He's just not coming. Some people just want to leave. So you can't do anything about that. Cheese Nip asked about guards again. We're not going to repeat that. Tillman Terp, will Maryland be with Under Armour in 10 years? That's an interesting question. Not a chance in hell, I don't think, 10 years. I mean, I've asked about three years. Yeah, that's Under Armour's brand is uh, falling off hard. You know, somebody, I think Jim Cramer, I was told, uh, you know, I don't, I don't watch him, but I was told that he said, he ranked it the lowest among um, popularity with youth, the lowest sneaker brand uh, in popu popularity with young consumers. Under Armour is like moving away from 
sponsoring schools. You know, they're, they're letting some of these deals expire. Obviously, they had that huge lawsuit by UCLA to get out of that enormous deal that they gave them. So and now they're starting to sign more players. So I think it's pretty clear that their strategy is shifting. They, they've realized that they probably don't want to be in the college endorsement game and would rather focus on star athletes. So to me, it's a matter of when and not if. They're okay. marketing to us, not kids anymore. Tillman, yeah. Terp, if you could go back and make one hire happen, which one would it be, Sean Miller or Mike Leach? I say Leach, but – Mike Leach. That's a tough one. I mean, Sean Miller could have done some pretty amazing things in Maryland if he if he didn't have the FBI, FBI case and get fired there, if he didn't do the same things. And so that kind he of would have. Difficult. Yeah, that <laughs> makes it difficult. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Leach would have been fun. It would have been fun, and he, he everywhere he went, he put up huge numbers and won games. So I don't know. That's a. I think I think Leach. It would have taken a personality and a guy who got results like Leach to make to give Maryland football the chance to break out of this, to find the exit velocity, as it were, to break out of this gravity that is holding the program back. Let's put it that way. I don't know so if it would work, but it would have been a chance. I'm, I'm disgusted with him even asking that question, which assumes that people wouldn't have wanted to have Turgeon and Edsel. Yeah. Yeah. We look back at that that time fondly. Nickens with the three. Last one from the message board. What players wouldn't Maryland have landed if NIL was around the last 15 years? All of them. So (laughs) they're they're asking which players would have gotten big NIL deals and been swooped away. That's impossible. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he wanted to go to Maryland. His Diamond family was Stone. a Maryland family. So he was coming no matter what. Diamond Stone, yeah. It was a big one. I bet Bruno, you. Bruno had no ties here. Bruno. He was going to get paid somewhere. Yeah. Um, Football I don't know. players? It, 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 all of them. Stephon I mean, Diggs? Yeah. Oh, geez. Stephon Diggs would have been long gone. Forget about yeah. it. Yep. Okay, let's go to questions now from the live chat. Hunter Riggs says, why Chambers leave? He, we kind of discussed that already. Personal reasons. Personal reasons. There we go. Let's go to the next one. Wasn't playing. From Antoine Cuff, outside of Loxley, which coach is on the hot seat? Which star player is not meeting expectations? We already took the hot seat one. That's hard to say. There's going to definitely be, right. I would think, real turnover. Which star play? I mean, Hemby, Roman Hemby's been disappointing. Some of that, I think, is because he was injured. We didn't get any details on the injury, so it's hard to know how much of it was that. But to me, he looks like he's running much faster the past two weeks. So I think it was somewhat at least a health thing. I mean, Talia. Talia's been solid. He hasn't been great, right? He's still making some of those freshman kind of mistakes. I feel like the past – it feels like almost two and a half, three years now that the deep ball – just rarely seems to connect underthrown or overthrown, which is weird because he's got a great arm. He's very accurate on the mid-level stuff. But, um, you know, it's hard to say he's disappointed. He's leading the Big Ten in passing yards, so you can't, you know, you can't ding him that much. But he definitely could have been – could have played better at several times. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of guys who just have Barham haven't hasn't really popped much. Like, I thought he was – I thought Jay Sean Barham was going to be a star this year, and he's been quiet. Now he's been banged up too. I mean, it, the uh, Shepherd from the cornerback from Cincinnati was All Conference last year. He's 
he's frankly been kind of terrible and and that's just really really hurt the the secondary um trader i think has he was responsible i think from from what i could tell for a couple of those defensive breakdowns early in the season that cost touchdowns he's he's not another guy that's really good but hasn't really taken that next step um you know it's hard to tell with the defensive line by guys but you know phillips and i can akim basode you've been fine but they haven't haven't really dominated a game or really held up on the line so just a lot of guys you hope to take that next step ty felton's dropped too many balls prather's had really costly mistakes that have hurt maryland just a lot of guys that haven't really taken the next step that you hope they would take uh here we go Speaking of your boy, Dante Trader, next question for Hunter Riggs. Would Dante Trader be better playing one sport? Probably. I could see him doing it next year because he's going to be trying to get to the NFL. And uh, I wrote about it a few weeks ago. Um, ESPN's draft guru, I'm trying to remember which one of it was, but he wrote that uh, Trader is going to be a draft pick. He said Maryland has two NFL safeties with Trader and Braid. So if that's the case, I can't imagine you keep playing lacrosse once you get to that point of really trying to make it. I'm glad he's done it, but it's tough. From DMVU, did you see UMD and Legends partnership announcement? Let's. There's a bunch of these in here. We'll start with that. Yeah, it's like some luxury seating at at Xfinity Center. You know, that's all the rage everywhere. Get more fans like, to come out by having like a uh, having a deluxe seating scenario kind of thing. I think it's the old Heritage Hall, right? I was actually thinking yeah. of having. Oh, okay. I must have misread. I glossed over it this morning. I was going to have John Oren come on and because he actually wrote a story about it. I mean, it's smart. You got to adapt and get Maryland fan, fans out. It's not easy. So, so, you know. Yeah, do what you got to do. Uh, what was the Next second one part of the question? I don't remember. A question we've asked and answered and talked about ad nauseum. Besides winning, what can you do to get more fans? Maryland football. We ain't got time for all that, man. They've done they've done a lot of the stuff you need to do. Yeah. Scoreboard lights, right? Uh getting the students there for energy, right? You gotta you gotta win. And even if you do, they might not even do it. (laughs) At least for football. Um, Okay. All right. Here is from Kevin Litz. Does Willard need to make a sweet 16 to keep his job here? No. What? Wow. He's on the hot seat already, huh? I mean, maybe if he loses the That's Queen recruitment, we can we can talk about that. Maybe that meant like sometime during the course of his career. Yeah. Uh, the last part of his that, question is a little more uh, interesting. No, not this year. There's no pressure on him whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. The last part's a little more interesting. He says, "Do you think he he gets to a Final Four or a title?" It's hard hard to predict that, but uh, I mean, I I have to believe that the expectation at Maryland I hope so, is so. We deserve one point. Yeah, the expectation here is for you to get to a Final Four. That's that's why you hire a basketball coach. So if he doesn't, his term is a failure, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Dionysi, Dionysi Live has DQ said as day for his decision. That was asked and answered earlier, but you're new, so we'll just reiterate. He has not publicly announced the expectation is signing day next week. Okay, Yanni Finkelstein starting five for 2024. We already did that too. And recently, so I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, Hunter Riggs says, is Harris Smith a one and done, Jeff? You already kind of talked about it. What's your prediction? I'd say 
20% chance that he's one and done. 20% chance. Antoine Cuff says his wife wants to know what are your thoughts on UMB, UMB, UMD, Maryland women's basketball? They're good. Not They're good. quite elite, right? Yeah, I mean, They're, last year they were they really overperformed. They lost all those star players, lost Angel Reese, had a great season, gave South Carolina a game in the NCAA tournament. But um, once you've gotten to the, you know, got in the Final Four and won a championship, and you're this good, you're recruiting this well, I think they, you know, they people want to see them get back there. Last question, who will be the X factor in basketball this season? I told you who mine is. Maddie Treor, I'm calling it. I'm <laughs> I, think the I think it's Jordan Geronimo. They've been talking about him all offseason, about how athletic he is, how much better he is than he showed at Indiana. Treori or Treor could be the guy, but I think he might be a year away from being the wild card. He needs to develop. It's possible, though. It's definitely possible, but – Geronimo is just much more mature. He's going to have a much bigger role. So, you know, for people who don't follow religiously the roster, they probably don't think he's, you know, aren't expecting much from him. And last comment, George Breen. Yes, you do owe me some beers. He says he met me once at the Maryland Bar in NYC. <laughs> you owe me some beers. Great job, guy. Thank you, George Breen. Let's do it again. Buy me some beers. I'm all for it. I am all for there that. There is all for people buying him beer. Absolutely. We cannot – do the episode wheels puts in so much effort in making these videos oh, here we go it. the non-res report from our boy wheels hey everyone this is wheels with your inside maryland sports non-revenue sports report men's and women golf completed their fall seasons with the women faring a little bit better in their last tournament in north carolina than the men did the women finished 11th out of 18 teams at a tournament in north carolina the men were in South Carolina, and they finished 16th out of 18 teams. Oof. Men's soccer, which was already eliminated from postseason play last week, dropped their season finale to Ohio State, giving the Terps their worst season in more than two decades. Volleyball bounced back from a straight set de- defeat to number one Nebraska on the road. They rebounded with a nice three-game sweep against Iowa on the road. They continue their own four-game swing out west, they're in East Lansing on Friday before heading to Michigan and Ann Arbor on Sunday. Eighth-ranked field hockey lost their season finale at number one Northwestern. They enter the Big Ten tournament as the third seed. That tournament will take place in Ann Arbor. They draw sixth-ranked Iowa in the first round of that tournament. Finally, new addition to the non-rev for the season, men's wrestling is going to kick off its season against American on Thursday. And that's a wrap for your IMS non-sports, non-revenue sports report. Take care, everyone. Non-sports. So, yeah, I got uh, 500. <laughs> I put 500 it. on the futures for uh, Maryland women's field hockey to win it all. So The men's wrestling team has no that. chance. There's like 10 teams ranked in the top 25 in the Big Ten, and Maryland's not one of them. They're just going – it's worse than football. It's Midwesterners, man. They love them some <laughs> wrestling. Worse. <They're>, and <laughs> volleyball. Same yeah. thing in volleyball. Volleyball yeah. is like that team, too. All yeah. the Big Ten teams are ranked. But the yeah. women's, the, but the volleyball team is actually making progress. They're starting to hang and beat some of those teams. Yeah, they're doing that thing where, like, you know, you play in the conference where all the good teams are, and you're level, you level up a little bit. You might not 
might not reach the top echelons, but they're certainly getting better. I actually had a student reach out to me about covering volleyball for us, and I was just, I, I don't know, what would the average number of views be for those, do you think, for those articles? Not 37? a lot, probably. I was going to say 10. It depends. If it's Nebraska, it's many thousands, right? I know. I mean, not to disparage them. They, they're volleyball is amazing. Like when you watch volleyball, it doesn't I like seem it. real. Like it doesn't seem I like, possible. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. It doesn't seem possible that they're doing those things. But non-revenue sports, man, except for lacrosse a little bit and um, and baseball when they're good, it's tough. It's tough to. Women's know, basketball seems like they have some kind of. Yeah, I wasn't counting that. I wasn't counting that. Yeah, women's basketball. That's kind of like a pseudo rep sport, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Pseudo rev sport that probably loses a lot of money. I've said before that women's team sports, you know, they str- they have struggled in this country, in this history. I think the one that has a real shot to like become a thing and sustain and is, is volleyball. I think a national women's volleyball league could do pretty well. I do. It's not a bad TV product. Yeah, I mean, I, if you do I watch, if you do catch it on TV, like it's it's fascinating. Like they're. They're doing stuff I can't. I can't. I can't imagine myself trying to do. Yeah, you break your back if you try. Yeah. We're going to end the show with over under. Before we do that, everybody watching, please do us a favor. Give us a subscribe. Give us a subscribe. Is that even a sense? I know it was so weird. Yeah. Please subscribe. Give us a subscription. Hit the like. Maybe even that know. doesn't sound right. Yeah. yeah. Take five seconds right now while you're on here. Go to the little bell and push. It. Thank you. We made we made $5.30 last week. Next week we'd like to be break 6 bucks. 6 whole dollars. We can yeah. do it. We believe in you. All right. I'll share a cup of Starbucks. <laughs> I'll say that won't even buy like <laughs> one happy meal at this point. Yeah. Over under, I will read a Maryland related statement with some number attached to it. You have to say over under and you can expound if you like. Jeff Regular season wins for the basketball team, and I picked this number because of the analytic sites. Over under twenty point five. Over. I think they're going to be like I keep saying. I think they're better than people realize. I I do too. I I thought it was really low. I was when I did this when I was first starting. I had it set at twenty three, and then with the analytics and Kempom was at twenty. Seems really so, low. Yeah, if I said twenty three, what would you say? That's a, push that's a little tougher. Yeah. Yeah. That's See, tougher. Maybe that's under, I, I knew that. One. All right. Paul, total wins for the football team over under 6.5. I mean, it's looking like under at this point. It is what it is. Yeah. Larry, that wasn't your style. It should have been 5.5. Uh, you're right. I would have forced him to. Yeah. I would have forced have him to call to it. Predict. Yeah, I messed that up. You're right. Oh, Antoine coming in hard. Oh, look dude. at that. Hang on. We got to show it. Man. We got to show it. Anytime you guys give us a super chat, we will post it, barring any kind of right stuff that we. Mr. Don't. and Mrs. Cuff just coming in strong. I really appreciate yes. that. Man. Five dollars. He, he, he just passed Naki on the show. Uh, he just passed Naki on our hierarchy of IMS radio personalities. I think. 
I mean, that's the lowest bar possible, but absolutely. Seven bucks, you're past Naki. Ten bucks probably gets you past Antoine. Thank you. Thank you, Antoine Cuff. You demand the first two super chats we have received. Hey, we've already beat our total from last week. We were five, five thirty, whatever. We've already got seven this week. Boom. Boom. Jeff, that mic is coming. That new mic is coming. All right. Thank you, Antoine. Jeff, top 50 commits to the basketball team for the 2025 class over under 1.5. Mm, probably go under just because the guys that they, they like a lot of guys in the top 100. The class has a lot of depth, but there's not a lot of guys in that like top 30, 40 area. It could be, you know, Cam Ward's the main guy. I don't think he's, I think he might be in the 60 range. So right now I, I would probably stay under, but obviously it, it could go over. We got a question in the chat. I got to answer this. I got to ask you guys this, and we got to answer it. Mr. Popo says, how big of a donation would I need to guest star on a stream? Mm. <laughs> What's the number? What is it? What's the number? I'd say. hundred bucks. I'd say a Hunsky would do it. hundred bucks, Mr. Popo. Let's go. Hunsky, Hunsky, a Hunsky and a, and, a, and, a internet, and a computer gets you on. It's going to depend. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's going to show you up gotta and talk to laptop. <laughs> yeah. I like Popo. that. We we should auction it off. That's auction a, that's a it good off idea. To see who gets the yeah, just be totally be. shameless about it. <laughs> All right, hundred bucks, Mister Popo. You got. We'll, we'll, have the, we'll, have, we'll have the rando of the week drawing where, like, <laughs> yeah. you know how 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 you know how much does it, does it matter to you to be on the stream? It'll be very interesting to have just some completely random. Per- we have ten years of history. We have. Rapport that we have, we all know our niches on the that show. We even knew right? each other before we started the show. So. We don't eat, we don't st- step out of our lanes, but we all know what we're doing. Right, we have methods when we have guests. We have the whole thing right now. Somebody else would come on, and it would just be chaos. It sounds so, fun, anyway. honestly. <laughs> it does sound fun. Yes, it does. I often want to do like because on Friday nights I'm a loser, and so I'm home alone often, like you know, watching sports or doing whatever. And I'm like, we should do a Friday night loser show. That's what I like. I think we should do that unscripted. I bet you would get a lot of viewers and a lot of participation. Anyway, oh, here we go. Sure. Paul, years that Mike Loxley will be coach at Maryland over under 2.5. Oh, I think I think over. I think um I think he'll after uh, this year. After this year, I st- I still think over. I, I I think like like Jeff said, he's he's Evans guy. I don't think Damon's going anywhere. Um, I do. I believe in Locks. I think he's the type of guy who at the very. I don't know if he can take Maryland to the to the next step. I don't think anybody. I don't know if anybody can, but I think he's good enough to keep Maryland in that six seven bowl game range most years. That's you know that's gonna as being a Maryland guy and 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 whatnot. It's gonna keep you around for a while. I, 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 people I, will get tired of that. I'm telling you. No, they will get tired of it. I'm not sure Damon Evans will. I'm not sure it'll be like oh well. I'm so tired of your of your pinstripe bowl season that I'm gonna pay you ten million dollars to go away. Yeah, and the thing is, here's here's what makes it complicated with a normal coach. A normal situation you would be like it's business if you reach you know go below whatever the level of failure is you're out of here that's it 
Locks is different. That's a unique scenario. He's been at Maryland three times. He, you know, he bleeds Maryland football, and he's has relationships with so many people. So he's like a family member. So that really complicates it if things get bad right there. It's much harder to just fire a a, a family member who's been a family member for decades and one who just turned the program around. So in that case, if it went downhill, you would think the best scenario would be one of those, hey, go find a job somewhere, you know, move along and we'll congratulate you and we won't have to make it awkward. But with Locks at his age and, and with the job he's got now, you know, what job is he necessarily going to leave for? So that's why, you know, you wonder how it ends well. But, you know, obviously could he could easily turn around. This could be the mid-year of, of the rebuild process and maybe next year he wins a bunch of games. So I, want, I don't want to say it's doomed by any stretch. But if it does have to end at some point, which pretty much always does, it could be pretty awkward. Here's a question, a tangent to that, that you were just making me while you were saying that I was thinking if it does end again, as it will at some point, is there any chance he would stay or come back a fourth time and be a recruiter? Cause he's so good no. at recruiting. No nope. chance at all. Nope. 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 Probably not. Nope. 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 No, nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. These guys egos. Yeah. No way. Okay. He didn't, yeah. I'd Jeff. I Number of wins Maryland basketball would get if the average IMS poster coached the team over under 9.5. Probably under. Well, know, they like, well, listen, because they have a bunch of games where you just throw out the guys and they win because they're so much better. That's true. Maybe, right? yeah, maybe you win a few more. You win the you beat the non-conference low majors just off exactly. the talent. Not gonna win many in the Big Ten. People don't realize, like right. Coaching's hard. That's yeah. so what I said. 9.5 out of 31 games. So, yeah. You still yeah, say I mean, under? You're right. You're right. They've had, they get up to 10 or 11 with a non conference. But if you're just rolling Maybe. the ball out. I mean, you would honestly have to have the kids coach themselves because it they would, know more about basketball yeah. than you do. So they might have a chance, but. All right, Paul, last one. Amount of money you'd need to be offered in exchange for never showering again the rest of your life over under $1 million. Dude, is this a theme with the whole stinky thing? Like, what, what have I done to you? Like, is my, wife, was a is my wife mad and just, like, sending you emails about this shit? It was a coincidence because you put your headline up first and you said the UMD PSU line is stinky. And so I played off and said, Larry thinks Paul is stinky. But I had already written that. That was all just coincidence. I don't know, man. I've never, th I've never, I've never you thought never about this. You never shower again for a million dollars over under. A million is not enough for that. A no million, way. Would, no it way. It would have to be like 20 million or something. Over? I don't, even, I don't even think, I don't even think I could like physically live with myself. Like after like you, a week, maybe. You like would have, just like start, you'd start having off. health issues. And, yeah, it wouldn't be good. It's bad. Yeah. There's no. There. One, you're right. I should have made it 10 million. That would be, that's tough. Because then you're like set for life. You can set up your family. Yeah, maybe then I could just you know you just live on an island somewhere by myself, and you, know. you could you could go go in the water, like in the ocean or the Caribbean or whatever. Yeah, there's got to be some way to maybe the salt water will help. Kind of kind of cleansing. All right, that's that's yeah, that's terrible. I don't want to think about like that. a cat like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Banner in the chat said, "Can you take a bath?" That's a good point. That's a good point. If you want to get technical. Yeah, 
Well, then obviously it's on, it's a, a million is enough, right? Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Good show, everybody. Great chat. Great questions from both the message board, Maryland247sports.com message board, and also all you guys in the live chat. And we got our first super chats, both of them from Antoine Cuff. We are so happy about that. He donated $7 for Jeff's microphone. So we're very happy about that. That's awesome. And... Hopefully, hopefully they're at least competitive this week. So next week, it's not more doom and gloom. Hey, at worst, we're coming back next week to talk about an actual basketball game having been played. So that's a, that is a all good the point spread says that they're going to be competitive. Yep, and and we might have a decision from Derek Queen by then too. So next week's show could be could be a could big be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Just hit that I subscribe keep- button. Jeff, is it true that Derek's going to announce on our show next week? Um, same answer as always. I think it would give away where he was going. Right. But think about our ratings. Yeah. Think about our ratings. Yeah. That would be the highest rated show ever, right? I'll tell him that. Come on, That's think right. about our ratings, Derek. Yeah. yeah. What about our ratings? <laughs> right. Yeah. Think about us. We matter. All right. Good show, guys. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is IMS Ready. We'll see you guys next Wednesday at 7.30.